2: welcome to comedians with ghost stories i'm your host writer and comedian emily winter and if you're listening to this in april 2023 i've got one big thing on my mind and that is one-liner madness it is a live comedy show at an amazing outdoor venue in los angeles called little secret and we are on saturday may 6th two days before my birthday i want to throw it around my birthday because it's just my favorite thing in the world uh we are throwing one-liner madness to raise money for the pity committee animal rescue if you follow me on instagram i'm at Emily MC Winter. the link is in my bio to get tickets they're 15 bucks all proceeds goes to the charity let's save a bunch of dogs the show is my favorite thing in the whole world to throw it is 64 comedians going head to head in a single elimination march madness style joke tournament I am so so excited. This is the first time we've thrown it in LA. So if you're anywhere nearby, um please grab a ticket. And if you are on the other side of the country, I'm going to Pittsburgh with the show on June 24th. And one cool thing is that today's guest, Jason Rogers, will be competing in One Liner Madness on May 6th. So What a great guest to have today, because one Liner Madness is on my brain, and now I hope it's on your brain, too. I'm going to put a ticket link in the show notes. Um, So just get one, because I'm going crazy. You got to do it. You got to get like 10. Bring all your friends. Okay, bye. Today on the podcast, I'm really excited to have comedian Jason Rogers.
3: Hello. Hey, hey. Thank Going. you for
2: doing the pod. I'm so excited to hear your stories, and you're here yeah. in LA, where I am also, right? Is that you're in LA? Yes. Okay. I am. Yep. Yeah. So, are, are your ghost stories? Do they all take place in LA?
3: Um. No, they're actually. So, I'm. I grew up um, in New Hampshire. Cool. And my parents are originally from North Shore, Boston, old little sleepy um, beach town called Ipswich, Mass and um yeah so i think the yeah the bulk of my stories are all there yeah new england so old you know yes, old town super england. old
2: stuff well take it yeah. away whatever one you want to start with
3: well let's i guess I'll start with um this one's more it was my friend and this was in uh a town it's called dunbarton new hampshire so okay. an old you know it's town that was probably established in the 1700s and he lived um, with his family, His name's scott and they lived in this old colonial house in dumbarton and i don't know some i somehow we got on ghost stories and whatnot and they were talking about how when they lived in this house it was definitely haunted you know they would watch tv and whatnot and suddenly their pictures on top of the tv would just fall over Not just one, but like a couple. Yeah. And this would happen, I guess, uh, quite a bit, you know, just weird things like moving around, falling, doors opening. Uh, One day the mother's vacuuming and the vacuum cord just comes right out of the wall.
2: Oh, that's a terrifying one.
3: Yeah. And so they're just like, whoa, you know, and then they they ended up uh, eventually moving from that house. And as they were leaving you know backing out of the driveway it was a two level house uh they see, they're looking up in the window and there was a woman in there just waving goodbye oh, yeah dear.
2: did they leave because the house was haunted
3: um you know this was so long this was when i don't think i was in junior high yeah. i think and so i can't i don't know if that was the the main reason but it sounded like it was probably definitely a reason a contributing
2: know? factor for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is, Oh my God. So terrifying. So all these things that they've been experiencing for all the years were just absolutely confirmed by a woman waving right. goodbye. <laughs> Amazing.
3: And then I have a couple uh personal ones. So let me think uh, time-wise from the timeline I'll start, I guess with my, yeah, it would be my, my grandmother so grandmother's house so <clears throat> kind of a, I can't. I would say we it was a dysfunctional home but my my grandmother and grandfather's to my mother's side. Uh, my grandmother's Russian my grandfather's polish I'm adopted so mm-hmm. you're wondering what uh you don't look Russian and Polish mm-hmm. um so they were um that's my mother's parents. My grandmother got pregnant and basically they stayed together because of the pregnancy, right? Okay. So they had they had my mother, but they were never they should never stay together. They ended up splitting and getting a divorce. And my grandmother kept the house that they lived in, uh, again, an old school house in Ipswich, Massachusetts.
2: Ipswich, you know, another... this is such a Ipswich. funny
3: name <laughs> Yeah, that house kind of looks like The Amniville Horror House
2: Oh really, oh my gosh, I can yeah. picture it, okay
3: <laughs> So um, You know, she's she lived there So afterwards, as far as I can remember When I was real small, you know Them together real briefly Then her just living there by herself And she was, you know, I would say She wasn't really mentally ill But she had, you know, a rough life Russian immigrants working hard kind of probably, you know, some sort of maybe mental illness in the family. I used to hear stories, you know, stuff going on. And um, so she always, after my, after they split up her and my grandfather, I would always hear stories. She'd always have stories. Oh, so let me back. She would come and, and visit us and pick us up. And, you know, she made money because of investments and whatnot, but she, she always had this attachment to material things.
1: Mm-hmm. So she would
3: come and her car would just be full in the back seat of like bags of clothes and stuff and barely any room in the front but then she'd pick us up me and my sisters or or my younger sister and me and take us wherever but she'd have to make room and it would just be this like clutter so in, her, yes, in her yes and her house is like that too not really hoarding but just a lot of stuff
2: Okay. Yep. I, I, uh, yeah. Cluttered, a cluttered house. Totally get it. Yeah. And I kind of feel like a lot of people, I don't know, this is me just being like pop psychologist here that like didn't grow up with much, uh, really like their stuff. (laughs) Yeah.
3: And she was like, I mean, and she did, she worked hard, you know, she like worked in factories to get money and then she invested in stocks and stuff and she ended up getting money. This is a beautiful house. And she just, she had a, real, a lot of pride where she get really nice, like, windows and furniture and stuff and always have a, a new car. Um, but it was, as you could see, it was, it just meant so much for her. She even, she was up there at, like, 62 years old painting the house herself. It was, oh, wow. Uh, two, three-level house, yeah. She actually fell off, I think, at one point, broke her hip.
2: Oh, gosh. She should have been up there. Oh, no. And 62 years old, a generation ago, was much older than what I think of as 62 now. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, you know, she never never dated after my grandfather, never remarried. And then she always had this, like, this, this, just, I don't even want to say it, a story or uh, just, she had this idea that my father's, mistress or girlfriend and she called her Yudi, which I guess means mistress or something in, in Russian, would break into her house, steal her clothes, shoes, wear them, stretch them out, the shoes, the grip the clothes, and then put them back in the house. So she would have locks Oh no. <laughs> I know. She would have locks on everything. Oh, my She God. would have like and then locks inside in the bedroom, right? in between the different bedrooms. And then she would have locks. Basically, she had these um this closet where the kind of doors fanned open and closed. And she like literally broke pieces of the door to put a chain around it to lock it with a padlock.
2: That's kind of so, terrifying. I would be yeah. really freaked out to be in a home that was just every door had like crazy locks on it.
3: So... <clears throat> It's just like okay, that's all right, Grand. We get it, yeah. But anyway, and we knew obviously my grandfather, now her his girlfriend, which we knew, you know, when we go visit, um, didn't do that, right? So it's kind of this, you know, illness or mentality that my grandmother had. So jump forward, um, she passes away. My mother inherits the house, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a it's a it's a big house. It has two. It's a the main house on the bottom, and then there's an apartment upstairs. So she rents it out. One, home, one day I'm home, and I'm home from the summer. I'm visiting. I think I'd moved up to California by then. And my mother uh, gives me this letter from the tenant that lives upstairs. And uh, I start reading it, and it says, you know, Joan, that's my mother. Hey, I really like the apartment and everything. Da, da, da. And then the person goes, I have to ask you, though, did anyone die here? And I was like, yeah, because um, – the, the tenant says, because uh, I feel there's an entity here. It's not like mean or scary or anything. It just moves my clothes around and locks the doors on me. Oh
1: yeah.
2: my gosh. So holy cow. Alright, so are you guys thinking at this point that this entity is grandma or is it Yudi?
3: Oh, I or yeah. Or was there something there this whole time? This whole time know? that like basically
2: UD is just a placeholder for whatever spirit was actually doing that.
3: All right. See, I'm even getting goosebumps now. Oh, That's me too. I time. have
1: chills. Oh, I
3: love it. <laughs> so so, uh, jump forward a little bit now, you know, because my mother owns the house. So one summer, my youngest sister's boyfriend and his friend go down to paint it because it's a wood exterior. So the boyfriend's friend is up on the ladder, up high, you know, on the, on the second floor painting by a window. And he looks in and there's a mirror on the wall and there's no one living here now at this time. And he sees a reflection of a woman in the mirror, and oh he God. goes, he goes, you know, he goes on, he goes, hey, Gil, I thought there wasn't anyone, you know, here living in the this apartment. And he's like, no, there isn't. He goes, I just saw a woman in the mirror. So they drive back up to New Hampshire, right? And they, my sister shows a picture of my grandmother, and the and the boyfriend's friends like, yeah, that was her in the mirror. And this is two years later, I think, after she had passed away.
2: Oh my gosh, I just got chills again. So, so it's like, do we think that she... Yeah, what do you think now? Do you think I, that it was not happening and then it was happening because it was her? Or, like, yeah. I my,
3: my dad's theory is if people have troubled lives here, it's hard to leave, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was so attached to the house and everything, she may just, you know, be there, maybe in bondage, or, you know, just can't leave. So...
2: So I do you not. believe that's, that's that sad. it's sad but it's also like time is different when you're dead i think i don't know yeah, i mean like I, she does she's probably not a board i mean my husband and i talk a lot about this a lot because he's got a, a lot of minute <laughs> like stand-up minutes on um ghost stuff and so we're
3: like
2: uh. our ghosts just sitting around bored basically i i feel like that can't be true i feel like they would just be so bored that they would just be like take me to heaven take me to hell take me anywhere else like, yeah
3: yeah i was thinking okay did is this did the ghost manifest into my grandmother you know or is is that i don't know but my grandmother was a that was I think so she was a good person you know so is it hell or like are you just are we are we stuck here by ourselves as a ghost just walking around earth? You know, it's like I don't know. Or too, maybe her too, uh, some of
2: her energy is here and she's also somehow ascended. Yeah. But like now I'm worried now I'm like, was she right the whole time? And that we just don't right. know.
3: And then I have I guess I get two more, definitely another one that was that was uh involving my father. So my father bought this duplex in Peterborough, New Hampshire.
2: Okay. All these so places I never knew existed. Old,
3: old New England town. Yeah. Um, New Hampshire. And so he uh, he would go to Florida. He was kind of a snowbird. He would go to Florida during the winter, rent the space out. Then he'd come back and then live in one of the units. He actually ended up living in the barn at one point he converted the barn just to make more money <laughs> for the, the units yeah oh that's awesome um so but when he had yeah forgot scott the house and he moved into one of the units one night he heard um i actually see, I, see, I think the other yeah the other unit was empty but he heard this huge like banging Ugh. yeah and so the attic was finished and to get up into the attic which was another bedroom and and one of the units you have to open the door from the floor Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like you go up and open the door like the side you'd have to like push the door open Mm -hmm. and it would fold over the floor so and it was pretty heavy so it would take you know it's not just the wind's gonna blow it you know open so you heard that One night, going back and forth, back and forth, and then stopped. he Didn't think anything of it. The next day, he went over to check it out, and in the kitchen, all the drawers and the pantry (gasps) doors are just all open, and the drawers are yeah.
2: Oh my god, that's awesome! Was he so freaked out?
3: Yeah, he was. He was a little freaked out, but he was always kind of very, I guess, like a spiritual person and you know, kind of very philosophical, so
2: Did he do anything, yeah, I was going to say, did he do anything to, like, clear the energy or anything like that?
3: No, it's just, you know, is what it is, you know, like I said, he was my my friends or my my sister's, like, boyfriend and stuff, I would call him the enigma. He was just very, very smart guy, but always uh, kind of to himself and just Yeah, just, uh, I mean, he went to BU, took graduate courses at Harvard, but ended up being a Mason, you know, so he could work for himself, get away from government, live up in the woods in New Hampshire, build his own house, build his own houses. Yeah, my, my dad would wake up 4.30 every morning, no alarm clock, no sun out, get ready for work, he'd go load the truck up. He had a huge garden every year. Probably planted over a million flowers and plants in his lifetime. Oh my God. Tend to the garden and plants and, like, beautiful um, with the landscaping that he'd do himself. And just do all this, you know, very blue-collar kind of stuff around the house and his job. Go to work, work, finish by maybe three. Go to the store, buy a 12-pack of beer, start drinking it on the way home. Get home, cook his dinner every t- all all every night. So, you know, drink more beers. He'd probably by the end of the night here he'd be eight or nine beers, uh-huh. of a twelve pack, uh-huh. watch the news and then go to sleep by ten. Go to sleep. Nice life. Yeah. yeah.
2: Sounds pretty nice.
3: So, <laughs> aside uh, from the getting
2: up so early part. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> so That's yeah, crazy. definitely some, you know, uh close, you know, family ghost stories
2: so you i would assume have always believed in ghosts because you've had this since you were a kid right
3: yeah i i have i i mean i guess you know i've never seen anything but the the whole thing with the uh, my grandmother's house that was
2: that's so much yeah that's that's wild
3: but you have had your own
2: like sort of experience that you saw
3: yeah this happened just recently um when was that October maybe? So we have ring cameras in our place. And with you know, with the security cameras, motion triggers them. So you get a mm-hmm. notification. And um one night I know no one's home and it's linked to my phone. I get a notification, so I turn it on. I see these like lights. It's dark, and I see these lights, and I'm just like, oh, it's the reflection, you know, coming through the window. It triggered the the camera, so I turn it off. But two minutes later, notification again. Turn it on, and it's the lights again. And so now I'm like watching it. It's three circular lights and just
2: floating around without floating light.
3: around. And I'm like, what yeah.
2: the heck is that? And again,
3: I'm just like, is this just something shining through the, you know, the the window?
2: This is Orbs, and... baby. <laughs> yeah. So
3: then I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm not like, I don't really care. So, and I'm in Florida. So two or three minutes later, boom, it goes on again. So I turn it on, and I'm and now I'm like, hey, I told my friend, hey man, come here, check this out. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And Sure that there's, it's three or light, like, like just circles of white light. And you can tell they're not reflecting on a wall. They're like going in and out and around and they're like, they're captivated by the camera. I feel like the light oh. or the electricity or whatever, the energy from the camera and it's watching it is like, and so it's they're like watching
2: attracting. It. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. So your friend was like, these are orbs. Well,
3: he's like, no, he's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, I don't know, dude. What is that? Aliens? Fucking, you know, nanotechnology? Is it spirits, ghosts? But they were very captivated and attracted to the ring camera. So have some sort of energy or the blue light or whatever the camera, the night vision camera, you know?
2: Did it freak you out? Were you like, I feel like I need to travel back from Florida and go home and check this out?
3: No, it was more like, what the heck? Aliens, I guess. And I did you
2: have anyone else staying in your home, like, at this time that just wasn't home?
3: No. Um, no, yeah, my uh, my partner, but she she wasn't home.
2: Okay, but you weren't, like, afraid for her to come home or anything? Oh,
3: no, I told her, but she she believes in that stuff, too, so.
2: So she's like. She's
3: a, uh, she has her own story. She was a, she was a healer, an <gasps> energy healer.
2: Oh, my gosh. Why did she, why, why did you say was? Because I'm like, if you're an energy healer, isn't that like a sort of vocation?
3: Because she got too much for her. She started hearing like dead people and stuff and like, because her channels were so open and the woman she worked for, this really, you know, uh, famous healer in Beverly Hills. Like, you got this gift, you know, but she was just like too much for her. Oh my gosh.
2: And even the energy
3: healing is too much because she takes on the other, you know. The damaged Person. energy stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh wow, wow! That is fascinating. How did she get into that? She just was born with this gift, and she just recognized it.
3: She, she kind of had it, and then when she was out here, the lady came up to her, and she's like, "Hey, you, you have a gift."
2: <gasps> That's like <laughs> That's when people come gift. up to you and are like, "I want you to be a model or a movie star." <laughs> like, oh, it's like the the energy version of that, which is like because a story that everyone wants to happen that doesn't really happen. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's amazing holy cow yeah, you so could, what does what she do
3: yeah, now she, oh she's a partner with me at the comedy we own a comedy club
2: amazing
3: so it's called comedy boulevard blvd our okay. ig handle is comedy boulevard blvd la great It's our instagram yeah we got mics that i've got oh, anyone want to try we got mic open mics uh literally typically three to nine every day Oh, going And work out their material, yeah. And Holy then, cow. Um, and then we have shows. Like we have a show tonight. Uh, we had a show last night. I produced two. I produced at the, the Comedy Store at La Jolla and here, and then across the country.
2: And you want to plug any handles, socials, anything else that you want to plug for uh, about the club or about you?
3: Yeah. So my handle is Jason Rogers. R O G E R S A M C stands for not the movie theater american me comedy that was that's my staple uh, comedy show production i've been doing that for years uh, all over the country and um my show american me comedy that's american me comedy on instagram as well both i'm um, on facebook and then comedy boulevard again comedy blbd la that's ig go to our link tree we got all links to shows and mics, and yeah come on through
2: Thank you for listening to Comedians with Ghost Stories. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review it. And you can follow me on social media at Emily Winter on Instagram and Twitter. And, yeah, thanks.
0: Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards.